Hi, you're listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore. Hey, welcome to Boggy Talk. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you're doing well, and uh, we are ready to kick it off today. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm sorry to disappoint you guys. I listened to last week's Boggy Talk. My voice sounded so much more radio appropriate. <laughs> it was just so deep. The, I know. I'm like, why do I sound so squeaky normally? I'm sorry for all you. I don't think you can say that you sound squeaky when you host this with me. <laughs> My voice is so high pitched. I'm a real boy. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's like my. the sad thing is, is like my voice didn't change yeah, until I was like in high school. So I was this really tall kid with a really high voice because it hadn't changed. And I remember distinctly in homeroom one day, I was 13 years old as a freshman. And there was a 17 year old freshman and that says something in front of me. And the teacher <laughs> called I don't think roll. they allow that anymore. The teacher called roll and she was like, Justin, I was like, here, my voice cracked. <laughs> and no kidding, that, that man... <laughs> turned around and was like, ho, ho, ho. I just remember being like, you're going to eat me. For so. all my uh, non-Christian friends growing up that know That's the right. Simpsons. That's right. Uh, yeah, but you have a high-pitched voice, but you turn it into high-pitched symphonies oh, of wow. gold. Nice turn. And I try, and I'm like, I don't know what part to sing. Hey, I have a question. Okay, um, come question. on. No, I'm going to save it. I'm going to save, save it for, for questions. questions. All yes. right. Maybe you'll yes. forget. Okay. It sounds like a good one. It but, is uh, a good hey, question. Don't let me it's forget It's the last it. week of October. It's almost November, uh, even though my mind, it still feels like February. But, um, but yeah. do you remember the 21st night of September at this point? <laughs> That's right. I do. And it's, you know. It, do you I, remember it? Because I don't. I, well, 29th, what? 21st night of <laughs> yeah, the September. 21st night. Of, I don't remember anything okay, about all right. September. Okay, me either. Um, yeah, and you know, it is it is, it is fall. We're heading into the Thanksgiving season. Uh, you know, it's, you know, people season? are- Season? It's a season. You call Thanksgiving a season? season? It's a season of Thanksgiving. Everything's a season now. It's pumpkin spice season. I, it, it is, and I'm so glad. <laughs> it's flannel season. I had pumpkin cream cold brew today. Oh, that's- yeah, sorry. Uh, Chemicals like and it. all. That's right. Don't like yeah. it. But um, hey, in light of- Where are my basic white girls at? As a- <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I got a sweater. I, <laughs> You're a Stanley. A what am I? What am I? I think you I are. I look like I'm trying girl. to be a- <laughs> I got, this is not good. Can we change the subject? <laughs> At least subject? I'm wearing a hoodie. Yeah, so speaking of, hey. You who are listening are like, wait, I got to see happening? this. It's yeah. have, so uh, it's the last week of October, headed to November. And uh, you know, this week is Halloween. And no, next week. Next is week is Halloween. Halloween. That's right. Goodness, because I can tell time and read a calendar. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Six days from and now. And really, hey, just as a church, uh, we have had a lot of people in our faith family pass away recently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, you I mean, just goodness, it's it's actually been um, just more than usual. I mean, in a church like ours, it's a historic church. It's been around for a while, multi-generational. There's that it's not like it's a rare thing, but it just has been exceptionally it has been common the past mm-hmm. uh, few months. And um, so actually we've been thinking a lot about death. So this week yeah. uh, we're going to just talk about death. Uh, what, I mean, not what it is. Real thinking, light, real, real light, light episode so, today. So uh, let's just talk about, let's talk about <laughs> it. Let's just dive in. So I think we are very acutely aware yeah. of of death because we deal with it a lot. We are. Um, and really, you know, not just people of old age who are dying, but, mm-hmm. you know, it happened. I mean, it can happen mm-hmm. to anyone at any mm-hmm. point. None of us are guaranteed uh, our next breath. Um, and, you know, I, what's, what's funny, a little aside, I, I really don't like talking about this simply because, like, and it's probably just this un, un, unhealthy, like, superstition. But you know how, like, when... 
because you've dealt with death too, like people are like, it was just the other day they were talking about this and now they're gone. And I'm like, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> it's like, it just the other day they were doing a podcast on death. And I'm like, oh no, oh, no. they're in a car accident. Oh, no. You know, like anyway, so that's a that's a mental aside there. Um mm. anyway, mm. but let's dive in. So mm. um why why do you think people as Christians? Let's just start here, because then we'll talk about death and all the things we've got to talk about. But I would say this. A lot of times people say, when we talk about death, they're like, um, hey, how you doing? Well, I'm, I'm breathing. That's better mm, than the alternative. Mm. Well, the Christian perspective on death is eternal reward with Christ. And so, though I know what people are uh -oh, saying, uh -oh, uh -oh. Uh, why yeah. are people afraid of death? Mm, mm. I don't know, Justin. <laughs> I, uncertainty, I think. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, yeah, there's so many places you could go here. So, mm, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm going to back that thing up real quick. Back that thing um, up. Beep, so death beep. is inevitable. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you could argue Elijah and, uh, you know, Enoch, I guess. And yeah, that's about that's it. probably not happening to yeah. us unless Jesus returns. Yeah, right. So um, it's going to happen. So we should think about it. Um, you know, I think that we were not created for death. So there should be like this Meh, about death. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that's, I should probably unpack that cat. Yeah. Meowing <laughs> thing. I said, just, we shouldn't like death. You yeah, know? exactly. Like, but, but we should as believers, not really ever say it's better than the alternative because it's really not. Mm. What did Paul say? Philippians one twenty one. For me to live as Christ to die is gain. That's a die is gain. And so mm. like, uh, Christians really do need to have that perspective. Like it, if God was just like a hundred percent focused on like just what is a hundred percent best for me, it would be to be with him. But he said like temporally, I mean, mm -hmm. so he would just kill us right away. Right, seriously. Right. Right. But he says, Hey, for you to, for your long-term eternal good and to be used on this earth, like to live as Christ, I want you to be living for me. And so, you know, I would say that, you know, e even in that, like, so I'm, I'm 40 um, and that's young to die, but dude, I'm good. I'm good with death. Um, the only reason I'm like, I don't want to die is because practically speaking, like, I feel like that would be difficult for my children and practically speaking, I feel like God has use for me on this earth beyond that. Um, but, and, and that's what Paul said. He says, like, I'm hard pressed between mm -hmm. the two, but it's necessary to remain on your account. Like he was like, I don't think God's taken me home yet because he has a purpose for me. So like that, I didn't really answer your question, but I did answer your question by getting to how we should think. Yeah, I think people are afraid. There is so much uncertainty. I'm sorry there's, it took so long, but there's not a okay. short answer it's, to that. Well, I right? mean, it's, and it's a complicated subject because yeah. there's so many feelings about it and there's so many things that we have to process. I think one of the things you said, and I honestly don't remember, and you hit on it just now, and I don't remember if you recently said it in a sermon or a funeral. And I said <laughs> that because we've so had many. so many. You've listened to me talk so much. <laughs> no, uh, I listen to you talk probably more than your wife does. <laughs> um, now I talk more around her, but she just true. doesn't listen. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you said, you know, we weren't created for death. Yeah. Um, and I really don't remember if it was a sermon or a funeral. I said I think it, it just was, now, and I said it Sunday, and yeah. I said it in a funeral. That's so right. It's so, all the so above. All the above. <laughs> and I think that's important for us to remember because be – because of the curse of sin, death is a part of life. You know, sin brings forth death. Um, 
But we weren't created for that. When God created Adam and Eve in the garden, called everything good, mm-hmm. that wasn't mm-hmm. the, we were created for this eternal relationship. And mm-hmm. this is why death stings us mm-hmm. uh, temporarily because yeah, temporarily. it is a, for the believer in Christ, mm-hmm. it is a temporary separation in what is meant to be eternal. Mm-hmm. And I think that is, uh, you know, for, for our, 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 brother and sister bond as as believers in Christ and it it is we are created for eternal relationships right. with yeah. the lord and with each, each other, other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we forget that we neglect that and part mm-hmm. of the joy of heaven i mean it's all centered around jesus but there will be just great joy in the fellowship of the saints too mm-hmm. uh, because everything's perfect that's the way yeah. god intended right. to it, uh, intended it to be um but go ahead. No, I was just going to say, but, and, and I do notice like believers do approach death differently than non-believers, you know, because, yeah. you know, I, I, in these funerals, there's family members and even sometimes the people who claim to be Christians didn't, probably weren't. And there's just a different mentality about it, you know, uh, about death, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I do see that that doesn't take away the sting, you know, so th- right. there's a, there's a, there's a Bible verse that says, oh, death, where is your sting? Which is right. um, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, right? Or is that Romans? It's, it's 1 Corinthians, Corinthians 15. Yes. It's 15. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah, no, yes. it's at the end of that whole mm-hmm. pity thing. Yeah. Yes. Um, but that's poetic. He's not really saying like, there's no sting. He's just right. like, in light of the truth of the gospel, right. where is the sting of death? Yes. And I think when we are like, we know that in our minds, it's just mm-hmm. hard for our heart to realize that. Yeah, know, absolutely. Like, and that's, doesn't really yeah. And that's part of grief too, is like, you, yeah. you know, the things in your head and you really know them in your heart, but, but there is this sadness for yes. what has happened. Yeah. And I think sometimes people say maybe well-meaning like, don't, don't be sad because you know, they're in a better place. Well, yeah, but I'm still sad Yeah, you're, <laughs> and it's yeah. okay to be sad. This you know, is broken, right? Yeah, like this is not, yeah. I don't want to be separated from people. Yeah. Right? I, I always think in grief uh, and death, you know, you think about Jesus uh, who, uh, when Lazarus was in the, yeah, the, the tomb and, and it says, you know, Jesus didn't go immediately because, and it says very clearly because he loved them, he waited. So he, yeah. because he waited, <laughs> Lazarus died. Right. And then Jesus goes to the tomb and he and it says later that he weeps. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, part of the text there, part of the reason Jesus is weeping is he sees. Uh, he loved Lazarus. He loved Mary and Martha. They were close, but he sees the effect mm-hmm. of sin and death on the mm-hmm. people he mm-hmm. loves. That's and good. he weeps in brokenness. And yeah. it is okay to yeah. grieve and it's okay to be broken that it's not supposed to be this yeah. way. Yeah. You know, I, I what's so interesting is there is this kind of like mentality of, hey, you know, as believers, like move on, you know, all that. And I tell people, you don't move on ever. You move forward. Um, so you can move forward without moving on. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's just, I, I feel like it's more of a industrial age mentality to say like, just keep plugging along, you know, Mm -hmm. because I mean, there's cultures that Christian cultures where they would take off like a, you know, a long time, Mm -hmm. uh, to mourn, you know? Um, and so, you know, and, and poetry in the Bible, David's, you know, talking about his son, you know, and um, seems like, you know, that's something that sticks with him, the death of his son. And so, you know, I, I just think it's it's very unhealthy to tell people like, okay, Jesus, the resurrection and to heaven, so don't be sad anymore. Like, 
no, like that sadness makes sense. And I think we just have to be reminded of why we're sad and then what the truth is and let God's spirit and word comfort us um, so that we can move forward. Uh, but, you know, especially, you know, s- the loss of a child, like you never mm-hmm. get over that. Yeah. Like, and I hate when people like give yeah. like, they just don't know what to say. And they're mm-hmm. like, it's going to make you stronger. I'm like, oh, that's a terrible. What? Yeah. I mean, t- I mean, yes, I yeah, guess. Yeah, will, but- hopefully, but also it's going to, it's I want to be, be weak and have my child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a source of sorrow probably for the rest of your life, you know, yeah. and hopefully that God, you know, God will meet you in that sorrow and you grow closer, but that's not, yeah, that's not the goal. I think. Yeah. So I think let's just, let's just share some scriptures. Yeah. Um, I you didn't know, mean to slam my <laughs> hand on the thing, <laughs> Boom. but so I, you know, one of the things that I think about, uh, with death, uh, too, is the fact like we, you know, when scripture, uh, tells us uh, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Um, but it's, it's not the full thing yet. You know, when we yeah. are, when scripture mm-hmm. teaches this concept really throughout, there's not this, this word isn't in scripture, but the concept is this intermediate state that mm-hmm. those Uh-oh. who, Oh, you're getting boggy now. Oh, here we go. But yeah, it's, you know, we, we, we are with the Lord immediately upon death, but our body is here. And, and scripture teaches 1 Corinthians 15, 1 Thessalonians 4, and then Revelation 21, 22 talks about, you know, when Jesus returns to bring the new heavens and new earth, that when he returns, you know, the those who are dead in Christ will rise mm-hmm. in the air and that the full consummation of heaven, uh, you know, renewed bodies, mm-hmm. uh, no longer broken, you know, no longer affected by the curse of sin and sickness. Um, that is, I it's, Hard to even imagine. Um, How great! It hard be. to even imagine. But for yeah, First uh, Thessalonians four four. We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others who do mm, not have hope. Mm. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even mm. so through Jesus God will bring with Him those who've fallen asleep. Mm, for this good. we declare to you by a word from the Lord that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will not precede those who've fallen asleep. For the Lord Preach. Himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, with the sound of a trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Preach. Then those who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet them in the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. Woo. Praise the good. Lord. I did That's not good. do that from memory. If you're listening, I proverb says in the, in the pathway of righteousness is life and in it. There is no death. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's just that. good. You know, and I was thinking, um, in second Peter, uh, chapter three, you know, he, we just read this in our reading plan a few weeks ago, but G, uh, Peter's warning against false teachers. And then in, Chapter three, he talks about the day of the Lord, the, you know, yeah. Christ returns and he says, so in light of all of this, mm. how then should mm. we live as though in godliness and holiness? How mm. should we live in godly, godliness and holiness mm-hmm. in light of Christ's return? And mm. I think mm. that's a question for mm-hmm. us to wrestle with is because death is inevitable, because we all will, will, uh, will face death. We will face uh, Christ. Uh, and what? What's going to be said about us? That's what right. legacy we'll leave? And only, you know, before Christ, for the mm-hmm. Lord, our only plea is Jesus, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So, in light of that, how will we live? Yeah. And I turn your attention to Revelation, you know, that picture in Revelation 21 or 22, where there is no more sickness and no more mm-hmm. death, no more tears. Like, wow. Like, yeah. Mm, mm. It's, like, it's this incredible. Is no more of this. Like, yeah. Jesus is making all things new. Yeah. Like, 
Amen. And I yeah. think, you know, we really have no idea what heaven's going to be like, except for what's revealed in scripture. And and even then, it's just, but no he, eye has seen, no ear has heard. The things but he, the he's gone has. ahead of us to prepare a yeah, place for us. Yeah, preparing a place. Mm. You believe that? And he is preparing a place. Well, we're getting all like preachy, but that's just Preach, good. Man. I mean, that's just, what other hope do we have? You know, what that's is right. our hope in life and death? Jesus Christ alone. Christ uh, that is lives, our, Christ lives. Yes. All right. So, well, should we go on to questions? Hey, then? let's let's move on. So, hey, but if you do have questions regarding death, regarding uh, what happens when we die, uh, we would love to, to you know follow up with you. Send us, send us a note. Let us know. Yeah. So, yeah. So, questions. So, uh, go ahead. We don't have a lot of like serious questions, so we'll probably fire off these answers pretty short, right? Uh, I yeah, think so. Yeah, so okay. uh, the first question we did have was, can Christians or should Christians participate in Halloween? Mm. This is a great question. Uh, and I think this comes from a place of, hey, you know, there's a, there is an emphasis at Halloween on uh, darker things, evil mm. things, mm. Uh, you know, can Christians actually participate in this? So I think, uh, and some people would say, well, it's because it has pagan origins. Um, you know, Which the, is true-ish because it was actually like, mystical it Christian was, origins and all Hallows Eve. Yeah, you know, and so, it was yeah. I, and, and that was actually kind of brought in after, you know, some of the the origins of Halloween actually predate Christ, uh, you know, with the Celtics yeah, uh, religion right. and mm -hmm. which we don't know a lot about because there's not written. There's, you know, we have like pictures and mm -hmm. you know I, I was gonna say drawings, but you know, like etchings and things that they did. But um you know that they celebrated the the harvest moon, and they would wear costumes mm -hmm. to ward off the evil spirits, and then a lot of that kind of got integrated with, you know, with the Catholic Church and the Reformation, and we're talking, mm -hmm. you know, and there were pagan rituals that kind of Christians really tried to redeem somewhat. So, um, yeah, bringing us to our modern day Halloween. Yes. So, how, um, did you know that Halloween is the second most uh, profitable holiday in the United States besides Christmas. Because all I, the milk duds? Yeah, I guess so. And oh, the, the okay. milk duds are duds. They're terrible. Why would you? No, they're delicious, it? dude. They're <laughs> oh, delicious. No. Yeah, if um, you would have had them in that game last week, they would have really? been up there too. Milk yeah. duds. Milk duds, like, Reese's peanut butter cups. Man, what I a, just what like a, they, milk duds it was like the, three musketeers win the most disappointing. You did like maybe? the invitational tournament in that last week, not the actual <laughs> NCAA. Nice. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I understand why uh, people are hesitant mm -hmm. with some of the things, you know, that are associated with Halloween, especially with young, impressionable yeah, children. Absolutely. Uh, but I, I would ultimately say, like, can we really then any th celebrate anything with pagan origins? You know, like, obviously Christmas, you know, being tied to some pagan things. Um, and I mean, Kirk Cameron put some video out that tried to, like, justify all the Christmas aspects. But come on, like, a lot of it had pagan origins yeah, and we the, redeemed it. The winter solstice you know, and the evergreen tree representing lie. It was that was all pagan origins that Christians yeah. did try to redeem. Yeah. And I think, you know, the Bible says, you know, in terms of festivals, like, you know, don't pass judgment on one another. I mean, that would be a stretch with Halloween because of, of you know, there's really nothing Christ-centric about it. You know, I'll just say what I've kind of embraced is, mm -hmm. so we actually don't really let our kids wear scary stuff, yeah. uh, even though one of them asked. And I'm like, yeah, I just, no. I mean, and I don't, I, if you do, I'm not like mad at you or think you're, you know, going to hell for it or anything. <laughs> but, um, you know, we we just kind of avoid that. And, uh, man, it's 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 a great opportunity to engage with our neighbors, meet neighbors mm -hmm. uh, in the community. Community. Obviously, our church is leveraging it to do the fall festival, which we did last week, and have tons of people on our campus. So I, I just feel like kind of let's be in the world and not of the world with this. But total respect, like if you're convicted, you yeah. know about it, maybe because of experiences yeah. you've had. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I get it. I'm not going to argue with you. You know, 
Right. I, I 100% agree. Uh, you know, I think it, it basically to me, this is a matter of Christian conscience. Uh, and, uh, and I think that we respect each other. I've, I've got friends who don't do Halloween and we've got friends who go all out and they all both, <laughs> both sides of that spectrum, uh, love Jesus with all their heart. And I respect what they said, we you know, their, their stance on it. And that's totally fine. And we, you know, we kind of the same, we, we like, go trick-or-treating and not scary stuff. And my, yeah. my hang with Halloween is more like, man, y'all got to find your own car. We're not spending money on stuff. Yeah, so I'm with you, bro. Y'all got to just scrounge. You got to come yeah. up. You got to be creative. I mean, one year we literally just wore different color shirts and cut out uh, white M's and put them on our, our chests and we were M&M's. When you have um, your big size family that's multi <laughs> like, We are not spending you know, any money okay. on In fact, usually the candy we give out at Halloween is just like a collection of candy that our kids You got, got. like Christmas peppermints <laughs> and stuff in that like, Halloween bowl? Oh, y'all got this and that. Oh, we are just put it on here. This yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Sorry, don't come to our house. For yeah, I mean- there's more we could say, but I think we're good. Yeah. So another question uh, we got recently is why don't we have elders at our church? Yeah, this came from Discover, which yeah, is a great question. Yeah, and it is a great question. Um, you know, I, I'll just answer that pretty simply and say that I do think there is some freedom in the polity or the organization of the church uh, because there's debate over, you know, elders back in the Bible day, was there like one elder in each town or one elder per church? And then they got together because they were more unified. Mm -hmm. So you didn't have like the Methodist church up the street and the, right. you know, charismatic or Pentecostal church down up the street. Like basically they were more unified. Um, and so the elders regularly represented multiple churches. So, so to say like each church has to have a board of elders, like while I'm not saying you're wrong, I'm also not saying like, that's a hundred percent right. Um, you know, so how our churches traditionally viewed that role as the pastors are the, are the elders, the pastors, the shepherds, and then the deacons serve the church. I think functionally at one time, the deacons really did kind of serve as elders here. Um, and, you know, I would just say that uh, we are always as a church kind of asking, you know, what about us is not in line with the scriptures. Um, you know, so, um, we're just trying to do our best and move forward. But, but I also, again, you know, see absolute validity in, and Hey, we think there should be, you know, non-paid and paid elders who are mm -hmm. kind of overseeing the church. Um, because the model we have is a congregational model. Um, and it's not quite, um, what, uh, you see in the Bible. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Uh, there's different <laughs> models. I don't have much to add. You have I, to agree because we only have one senior pastor. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <just I'm> like, <laughs> I submit to you. I mean, really, I think I think one uh, one beautiful thing about a plurality of elders when you you mentioned um, paid and non paid elders is that it is a plurality of leadership, which I think yeah. we do have here. Uh, you know, there are there in in the congregational model. There's 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 pros and cons. Yeah. I guess really of both. Um, but you know, I think in our how we are functioning. Now there is, you know, certainly accountability uh, yeah. for us with our with our trustees and the deacons too. I think we are we are blessed to have uh, deacons who truly are just incredibly servant hearted I agree. Uh, and really um, who just get the vision of. of trying to make disciples. Yeah. Uh, we have great lay leaders, uh, trustees, you know, uh, yeah. all that. And I think you know, I'm gonna always submit myself to others. You know, I mean. I never want to be like, I just had a conversation recently with the, you know, somebody who's coming to our church. They, they've experienced some, I would say spiritual abuse. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm like, look, I, I, pfft, I do not want to be that person where the can call the shots and mm -hmm. really have, you know, faux accountability. Like yeah. I need, 
as much as having a bunch of people weighing in on things sometimes unnecessarily frustrates me, not having accountability scares me. Yeah, samesies right here. No, yeah, anyway, so, <laughs> I mean, that's exactly right. Like, then, I, it takes a lot longer to make decisions, yeah. you know, when you really could just say, hey, we should do this. But it's better. One, it, it helps people to own the vision, but also yeah. it refines things because there are things that we don't think about. Yeah. Our perspectives that we don't think through, I guess, because we don't have every, we can't have every perspective. So it's, it ultimately, I think, makes us healthier. Yeah. Um. So uh, we have one more question from Discover. I think we wanted to tackle, right? Uh, uh, you forgot it. Oh, it was. Oh, yeah. Do we have uh, what are our qualifications and processes for uh, life group leaders? That oh, was the okay. question. And so uh, that's a great question uh, for so Michael Van Zandt. Email yeah. him. Yes, Next we do. Uh, no, yes, and Michael actually has uh, begun. He and the Discipleship MLT are working through what those you know like this a, a formal uh, yeah. uh, training process for a life group leader. So they're not just fully vetted, but trained in kind of a model that we're at. We really want yeah. life group leaders to, as they're serving as kind of shepherds of their their, their life group uh, and meeting needs, teaching the word uh, and, and really making disciples. So yes, yeah, we right. do. Uh, obviously we'd want to see you as someone who, if you were going to be a life group leader who worships regularly with us, <laughs> yes. grow is already in life group. Mm -hmm. Like if you're not in life group, like why do you want to leave one? Uh, it's like, I want to hear everybody to hear me, but I don't want to, you know, hear anybody else who's serving our church mm -hmm. in some way. Cause most of our life group leaders, if not all are, are actively serving as well right. and leading who's generous. And then who is personally evangelistic mm -hmm. um, and then able to teach as well yeah. and lead, you know, I mean, that that's, that's kind of simplifying it. We want to see some maturity in the faith mm -hmm. because life group leaders have heavy influence. Oh yes, absolutely. It's one thing if somebody doesn't like what's going on and disagrees with us and they leave, but if somebody's leading a life group and they're not believing right, or, you know, have major issues with the church, like they have influence over those right. people. And not that that won't happen from time to time, but we want to protect the people they would lead mm -hmm. and avoid that kind of unnecessary, like we don't want a life group leader to fail in front of people too. Mm -hmm. Like we don't want to put them there too early. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I will say, uh, you are a life group we're, leader. I'm a life group leader and uh, we love it. And I would say that I would say the, every life group leader training that we go to, Michael does regular trainings for life group leaders. I look around, I'm like, man, we have some amazing. Life I thought group you were going to say these people are life group leaders. <laughs> no, I look around. I'm like, I want to go to their group. I want to be in their group. No, I know because uh, we just have well, some amazing groups. people. Yes. Yeah, um, agreed. All right. Well, hey, I have one more question. This okay. is from me to you. Okay. Okay. I, I okay. Can't wait. I've been meaning to ask you this. <laughs> oh gosh. So one of the best songs, the Christian songs written ever, is "It Is Well with My Soul." Oh. But when we sing it, we say there's like the chorus or refrain is like "It is well." It, it is, is well, well with my soul, with, with my, my soul. soul. What part am I supposed to sing? So it just <laughs> depends. So so some congregations, it's like the men sing the But you first don't tell one, me. And then the ladies repeat. So okay. I, and then some, it's just like the leader sings the first one. The, everybody repeats. And so I'm just like, just sing. Come on. So when we lead it, uh, with a worship team, I usually have somebody else sing yes. it with, sing that part with, with me. me. And then, so other I just like get to choose. You can choose. There is freedom. There this is, is like freedom. millennial worship. It is. Like, you get just, to choose you sing which what part, part you want to sing. I mean, that, most people are choosing which songs they want to sing anyway. They, yeah, like, I'm not singing true. this song. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, but no, <laughs> I mean, I was kind of getting, but also not. You know, when I um, like scream that, some people were like, oh, why do you do that? And some people were like, yes, thank you so much for asking that question. <laughs> so uh, if if I need to give greater clarity about what part to sing with it as well, I will wave my arm and be like, you, I you, point. you know, if you listen to Boggy Talk, the next time we do that song, you're going to be snickering. When we get to that beautiful <laughs> like, song, 
that well. beautiful part. Well. Yeah. What a good song. I usually sing the first part and I'm like, is that because I'm a leader? Am I arrogant? Like, am, is only Justin supposed to be singing that? <laughs> it so. is not a solo. Okay. Uh, you know, and I could be like, Hey men, sing this with me and ladies respond. Or you could do it vice versa. But then but nobody would sing the men's part. Yeah. They'd be like, Because <laughs> hardly anyone yeah. does. All right. Come on, sing y'all. Let's move on to the game. All right. <laughs> no more games about there. <laughs> All right. So since, you know, we had the fall festival, we're talking about Halloween and Christians not being down with that. What we're going to do is I'm going to throw out some Christian alternatives and I want you to tell me. <laughs> Um, why that was started? Oh, in, I'm what that laughing. was started in, in an alternative to? So oh, man, some of these a, are easy. I grew up in church in the '80s and '90s, and so yeah. um, some, I probably actually like use some of these. things. Some so. of these are easy, and some of them you're not going to oh, have man. any idea. And um, I'm not saying they're all bad either. Just so you know, if you participate in them, so. What is a judgment house oh, and why did I, it start? Oh man, that is, uh, instead of haunted houses, yes. we, have, we have judgment houses or tribulation trails. Tribulation is, trail, yeah. one was called too, I went to, and they are literally to try to scare the hell out of people. So uh, there's also hell houses. Oh, that, yeah. that the same thing, I guess. Yes. They like, you You want to see like what, they try to picture what hell is going to be like. So people at the end will just make this, oh, I want to trust in Jesus. So I don't have to go there. So an advertisement for one of the first judgment houses ever said, what is scarier than a haunted house? Eternal damnation. Oh. Wow. I mean, it's true. That was like effective, like in the 70s, yeah, 80s. Yeah, it really right? was. Yeah. Uh, could you imagine doing that now, like thinking that's effective? Yeah. I mean, well, I, I mean, know, it's right? true. It doesn't mean it's not true. So when I, I did a skit one time, like there was like a judgment skit when I was a youth guy, you know, and I wasn't the best person in the world. <laughs> and they were like, we think you'd play the devil really well. Seriously. I was <laughs> like, like, wow. Thanks, okay. Maybe. Okay. I don't know if you'll have any idea what this is. Okay. Angel on assignment. Angel on assignment. What that is a Christian alternative to. Is that someone who to. just like, um, I don't know, like that, like AAA, <laughs> like the Christian oh, AAA. That's good. That's Christian good. AAA. That they, was like, a good guess. People with flat tires. <laughs> yes. Go out and meet people. Yes. <laughs> I have no idea. No. It is an alternative to Elf on the Shelf. No! Yes, you have an angel <laughs> on assignment. There's also Wise Men's Journey instead oh. of Elf on the Shelf. Wow. And Shepherd on the Search Man. instead of Elf on Man, the Shelf. Man, those are way more spiritual than Snoop on a Stoop. I saw that the other day. It was, it was a little <laughs> plush Snoop Dogg that you like, put on. And I was like, now, I would be more likely to have Snoop on a <laughs> Stoop like, than... I could do Snoop on a... We so, don't do Elf on the Shelf just because there's too many things going on, but... Well, yeah, Elf on the Shelf, uh, sorry to offend you, but it's like, look, we don't need to see your Instagram posts <laughs> about how creative you are every Man, single some day. Of you are very creative. I know. And I would love Keep you it to volunteer to yourself. Uh, in the creative department. Let your acts of righteousness <laughs> shine before. Anyway, okay. All right, Pure Flix, that's easy. Oh, that's like the Netflix. It yes, leaps out all yes, this stuff. Yeah. Yes, yeah. In addition to Pure Flix, uh, which is Christian streaming, there's CrossFlix. There's wow. Yippee. Yippee. What and is that? Yep. It's a Christian streaming. Yippee. And there's his channel. His channel. His channel. <laughs> that's, that's really arrogant, isn't it? Yeah. Like, this is I his mean, channel. This is what, uh, so everything on there is God approved. Yeah. Like even the acting that is probably really bad. Like when churches call their church Christ church, I'm like, I get where you're going with that, but like, is mine not <laughs> down the road? Okay. Anyway. All right. Wow. Worship. Oh, 
Wow, worship is uh, those were like the compilation hits of uh, like the this is the best worship songs of 1997, 98, 90. There was a wow every year, yeah. But what's it? The um, is it like this is now or jock jams? Is it the response? <laughs> to oh, jock jams? No. <laughs> well, the, we were really into compilation albums back in the 90s. Oh man, now that's what I call now music. that's what I call worship. No, now that's what I, I mean, call music. music. Yeah, I was wow, talking about music. Worship. That's right. Yeah, so I had some wow albums. Yeah. I think I had some now that I didn't really recognize the correlation, but that makes perfect sense now. Cards Christians like card is that like um oh there's a game uh that it's uh I can't think of the name of the game but there's a card game yep. like not exploding kittens card something uh uh it's on the tip of my tongue but I can't think of it cards against humanity cards against humanity yeah. I was I was thinking anarchy but I, I have like, played I cards Christians like and it's really funny Is if it? you're playing with people who. Like are actually Christians. Gotcha. <laughs> like, <you're> like, <laughs> they know. Yeah, who are committed to the church. Otherwise, people are like, what? what? Okay. Uh, there's also some popular Bible games uh, like Pharisees, which is a ripoff of uh, Assassins because mm. you don't want your kids, you know, doing Assassins. Yeah. And then Bibleopoly, of course. And basically, Bible, you know, Bible outbursts, Bible yeah. everything. Uh, we had a Christian version growing up. I can't remember the name of the game, but it was a Christian version of the game of life. And the goal Ooh. was not to earn as much money. The goal <laughs> was to get treasures in heaven. So if you earn money, you had to decide whether to keep it oh, or to put it in this envelope Lord. that was your treasures Lord. in heaven. Oh, and I'm like, goodness. well, of course I'm going to put in the envelope in this game oh. because that's how you win because I want to oh. win. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I can't remember the name of that um, game, probably because it was not. That good. was yeah. That was uh, there's also Operation Noah's Ark Edition, which I don't even know how that makes sense. I guess you're, you're just, taking the animals out of the ark. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I mean, okay, I don't know. Praise moves. P r a i z moves. Oh, is that like just dance? No, it is an alternative to yoga. Oh, okay. And they really like marketed like how bad yoga was, which, you know, there is some roots of yoga that are right. not good, but so you do praise moves. And but while we're on that subject, let's talk about the same movements, but with, <laughs> like they're just doing the same movements, but you would think with P-R-A-I-Z, it clearly was in the nineties. <laughs> and also like there was a little more movement, but, um, <laughs> some other fitness programs that are devoted towards believers is soul core. Mm. Soul Core, that's more modern. You okay. Know, instead of CrossFit, you got Soul Core. Mm. Holy Fit. Man, why we got to make everything Christian? And versions? the Daniel Fast, of course. Yeah, you know? I've heard of that okay. one. Okay. I actually only have one more, and then the other ones are going to be kind of serious slash okay. you won't know. <laughs> uh, trail Life. Do you know what Trail Life is? And it's like Boy Scouts. Yeah. It's the Christian Boy yes, Scouts. Yes, it yeah. is. Christian Boy Scouts. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yes-ish. So, I get why trail life started because, you know, I mean, if you yeah. are not affirming same-sex marriage and and Boy Scouts started to have that and mm -hmm. you did, you know, Boy Scout leaders have a huge influence over their right. children, you know, mm -hmm. then I, I get that. But, but you know, then they kind of portrayed it as like it's Christian-based, but it's really like Christian nationalist. And the mm. female version is American Heritage Girls. Oh, wow. So, which is fine, but just like don't like mix in – yeah. You know, any anyway. extra. Okay. Yeah. But it's because conservatives have to appeal to evangelicals to get their thing going. So mm -hmm. anyway, it all comes right. down to money. Okay. Those are the funny things. Now, okay. legitimately. Okay. Church marketing. What has that replaced? People, uh, evangelism. Yes. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> exactly. Like, how I was like, it's just people. Yeah. Evangelism. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. You know, what's crazy <laughs> is like, and people don't realize this about church marketing. It is, it is 
There's so much money in church marketing. Oh, dude, like it's I, crazy. we get emails, I get spam emails. It's like guaranteed to boost your Sunday morning attendance by 50% in three weeks or your money back. I'm like, uh, dude, when, when you get a mailer in the mail and you know, sorry, I mean, this is truth and, and we don't do this because of this. I mean, even in this area, you're talking 10 grand easy per mailer and mm-hmm. just nice fill, you know? So like plus design Wait, yeah. the mailer, like it's lot. just crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's churches spending hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, on that stuff. Yeah. Uh, fog machine. What did that replace? The Holy Spirit. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, man. We are on the same oh, wavelength. Yeah, I mean, we are you, on the same salty wavelength here. It's <laughs> so true. I'm like, oh no, we can't can't have worship without the fog. I mean, there, oh, there's can, the Spirit. You, yeah. He's moving in. He's, we welcome you here, Spirit. We welcome you here. Next, here comes the gold. Well, I, so, so nothing. I thank you I mean, for never saying we welcome you here, Father. Like, <laughs> oh, like He needs us to. Uh, you know, yeah, we open give up the gates for Him. We open give, up the windows. Let we the give light you in. permission to work in our. Like, uh, He doesn't need our permission. Yeah. But, you know, so I don't have a problem with churches who use that because they use it. Yeah, it's It has light. to do with lighting because yeah. there's lights you yeah. can't see yeah. without the haze. But I'm also like, man, uh, but there's there are people who are like, we have to have that. if yeah. And it's not, I got to get sets the mood. I'm like, well, mm. All right, last one, which okay. is kind of not fun, not Uh-oh. fair. What, it, you know, churches that do the meet and greet time, what's mm. that an alternative to? Uh, potlucks. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, just people actually being hospitable. <laughs> Real relationships. <laughs> it is. We better have the meet and greet time. How about you just say hey to the people before yeah, the service? Just meet them before the service. That, you oh, don't need me to I tell have you to be shake on a time. Hand. Then I have to be on time and I actually may need to be early. But yeah, so yeah, I, it's so funny. So at our previous church, we did the meet and greet and I Uh-oh. don't hate the meet and greet, but You're everyone- yeah, exactly. But everyone in our small group hated the meet and greet. And it was so, it became this running joke how some of them were like, yeah, we purposely get there late. So we yeah, don't have I to know, be there I for know. the meet and greet. It's just, <laughs> I'm an extrovert. So I'll meet and greet all day, but it's just like the most awkward. But it's, and it's also in the meet and greet time. It's unless you do it for a long extended time, it's pretty superficial. But you're if just, you do hey, it for hey. a long extended time and nobody's talking to you, it's really weird. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, well, I guess they all know each other. Yeah, I yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of knowing each other, we know and love you, Boggy Talk Nation. We do know <laughs> you and love you. And hey, if you've got more questions for us, please uh, send them. Uh, and because we would love to have some questions to answer. Yes. Uh, so yeah, hey, thanks for tuning in and be sure to tune in next time. Thanks for listening to Boggy Talk. We are so glad you joined in the conversation. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a beat.